Hey, this is Cindy Bigelow, third generation Bigelow Tea, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. All right, Miss Cindy Bigelow, yes, here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Don't forget, my dear Vermonters, my dear Wayberry Inn awaits. 802-388-4015 for the Vermont Special. And if you call from anywhere and you have a special place in your heart for the Wayberry Inn, and who doesn't, well, why not give a gift card? with a thought of better days. They can be sent, they never expire, and so they can be used when we get by all of this. Yes. So call and talk to Amy, talk to Bree, talk to Joe, or talk to Cassie. 802-388-4015. Give my love to the Wayburian. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. So our dear friend Bob Burke, proprietor of pot has an amazing thing going on here and it is actually a combination of a story and a request and you are requesting our vote and uh, when you hear the story i told the story a little bit here but you're going to do it more justice and how we can we can help you and uh, really send a big message in a big way with our vote tell us the story yes well, I, I have been, you know, we, we, of course, have applied for all kinds of different grants and support that, you know, was out there from, from both the state and the federal government. And um, I keep an eye out for different things. But one day, out of the blue, popped up in my email box, um, uh, an email from Barclays Bank. And it said that they were trying to be the friend of small businesses all across America and they said, if you own a small business, write a quick 500-word essay about your experiences in trying to survive the pandemic. So I, I wrote it and submitted it, Yeah. along with almost 3,000 other business owners all across the United States. Well, I want to tell you, Bruce, there's not a single one of my English teachers, all the way from St. Margaret's through LaSalle and Providence <laughs> College, who would ever believe that my 500-word essay could have gotten picked to be in the top 10. <laughs> I can believe I it. know there's, there's not one English teacher I ever had who believed <laughs> that I had managed to pull this off. Well, you certainly so, know how to turn uh, a phrase, so it can't, be, it can't be that you had to struggle to come up with the 500 words. Well, I think I can safely say to you that I probably never submitted a homework assignment on time in my entire <laughs> academic career. So I, but on this one, I made the deadline and they selected it. And this, and, and at midnight last night, they opened up a voting on the internet for the people of America to decide which one of the 10 essays is best and which one of the small businesses is most deserving of, are you sitting down, Bruce, a $50,000 grand prize. I mean, this will save my business. Yeah. I, I know right now we're forecasting, and, you know, every time I hear that the vaccines are going to take longer and going to take longer, 
we realize that by the time we get there, we're going to be out of gas. And there's no worse feeling than driving and seeing that needle going down. And the, 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 the cash needle has been going down now for months on end. Yes. And it's like someone driving their car and looking and thinking, am I going to make it all the way to my destination or not? You know, and that's the journey we're on right now. So we are the only business from Rhode Island. I'm asking Rhode Islanders to, to muster that great pride in Rhode Island that we all have. And you can go to the link that's on our website. It's puddlefurri.com. And you can go to that link and click and you can vote. There's no money. There's no cash. There's no payment. But here's the thing that I think is the best, the most appealing thing to Rhode Islanders. You can vote every day for the next 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> there are a certain number of people that are going to say, so what else is new? <laughs> vote early. <laughs> vote often. <laughs> it's you know, it's like the Rhode Island motto. Right. Vote early, vote often. And um, it costs nothing to do. All you got to do is it's like six clicks, pop your email in. They promise not to send you anything. They're not using it as a marketing thing. They just want to be sure that it's a real person voting. And um, uh, I'm asking the people of Rhode Island to give us a hand here. Uh, have your husband do it, your wife do it, your kids do it. If your dog has an email, put that yes. in too. Because any valid email, work email, personal email, you can use both of them. Uh, they're all good. You can only do it once a day. But, you know, I want people to know uh, how great it will feel if we manage to get this, knowing that they were part of saving a Rhode Island business. Tell us some of the, the things pandemic. that you had to say that perhaps turned these judges' heads out of these 3,000 well, entries. I think, first of all, Bruce, it was my chance to thank my staff and call them out as the heroes that they are and let them know that I think that they dug deep, they worked hard, they gave more than they ever needed to to keep us going. And that was really, really important to me. And and I talked about our bartender at 34 years. He's uh, he's he's going to be 67. He's he's got to take a pause, you know, and he's got underlying conditions and we want him back and we want to be here when the pandemic's over so he can come back and stand behind that bar and greet all the, the loyal customers they still ask about them. And, and we've got a server who's a mom. She's got autistic twins. She can't take a chance of going out and being in a restaurant. So she's got to sit on the sidelines because those twins need her. And we've we got a, a single mom who's got two kids. She's rising from domestic strife. And we wanted to pay tribute to her and make sure she makes it all the way back. And we got this kid at Johnson of Wales, you know, she's, she's just practically, you know, we all remember when we were in our twenties sure. and, uh, she's crazy enough to want to make the hospitality industry, her career. <laughs> <laughs> and most of all, I wanted to take the opportunity in that to thank our customers, the people who 
for 48 years have kept this place afloat through everything from the Vietnam War to the AIDS pandemic to the uh, 2008 and Y2K and, you know, uh, dozens of hurricanes and blizzards and storms. Yes. Crazy mayors and, you know, insane politics and everything that, you know, happens in Providence. Somehow, Bruce, we've managed to swim along on that ocean because we've had an ocean of customers who supported us, who helped us keep it afloat. And I wanted to thank them. And and most of all, I wanted, you know, at the finishing line, I said, we will all feast again. And I want to give people hope. I want them to understand Rhode Island's true motto, that uh, we are all in this together and we can all help each other out. And if people can make a few clicks on their keyboard or phone today and help us out with that boat, we're really going to appreciate it. There you go. So all you need to do is visit potofri.com, look for the link, and you can cast your vote. Small Business Big Wins is the name of the contest. Potofu is a top 10 finalist. And is there's a $50,000 prize and a lot of pride riding on it. Do you know if you're the only restaurant? Uh, there are a couple of other uh, restaurants across the country, kind of different things, more like food services, some catering. I see. Um, you know, there's some different nonprofits that applied. Um, so, uh, you know, no matter what, uh, you know, even if we don't win it, it's going to go uh, to, to really help some people who need it like us. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great idea. We'd love to see more banks and more, more of these big outfits, uh, try to help out in this way, but, uh, we really got to give a lot of credit to Barclays for stepping up and, uh, you know, coming up with an idea that brings attention to shopping local, to supporting small businesses, uh, and, uh, I can tell you on behalf of every small business in Rhode Island, I know I can speak for everyone to tell your listeners how important it is that they try to spend their dollars here in Rhode Island. It just, it's, it's money that circulates back. It helps us all. And uh, whenever they can, if they can shop local, dine local, support local businesses, boy, there's just nothing better than that. There is nothing better. And so let's go. So whether uh, Potafur wins and Rhode Island wins is up to you. So we ask for your vote. Bob asks for your vote. You can vote every day from now through the 14th and vote for Potafur. So visit Potafur, dot com, and uh, just look for the Big Win Small Business logo and click and off you go. And uh, vote early, vote often. Thank you, my friend Bruce. <laughs> You're the best. You are just the. You are the glue. You are such a uh, an advocate for Rhode Island hospitality and tourism businesses. You always have been. Well, I mean, you. you know, there's 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 been a lot of flashes in the pan, 
But uh, one name that uh, has gone on and on for decades is the name of Bruce Newberry, who has been an ardent supporter of every everybody who tries to make this well, gosh. a place that people want to come and visit. Now well, you really have, Bruce. You know you. it. You, you, well, I appreciate that very there. much. Well, let me tell you something. If it, we weren't, if it weren't for one Bob Burke, the whole thing may not have happened because you were one of two people that I came and sought counsel when I started this little effort 25 years ago so uh, I am in your debt as well so uh, and uh, you've uh, helped out and been an inspiration more than you know over the years so uh, oh, back at you thanks you've done a great job so start clicking those keyboards folks and, <laughs> let's uh, go <laughs> hopefully we're gonna have a big party when we get this uh, that's all <laughs> that's all we really want that's all we're voting for you for we just want to come to for for the big party and watch you watch you slice open a bottle or two or 500 of champagne and off we go that could happen bruce <laughs> let's hope that certainly could happen so all right thanks my an awful lot. anytime all, all the right. best go vote for bob and uh Pot-a-fur and uh on to victory thanks very very much all of the best to you best of luck bob mon ami bon chance Thanks for dining out with me this weekend here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And don't forget to try the house dressing. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. It's victory lap time. Yes, joining me on the line is my friend Bob Burke from Potofu, silver medal winner. Bob, how are you? <laughs> Bruce, I love that silver medal. I keep thinking, wow, I'm second place. I lost, but boy, silver medal sounds great. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Please do. Please do. <laughs> this is a, a great, great moment. Potofu came in. And uh, nailed second place in the uh, small business big win sweepstakes across the country and around the world. This is a great story. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, it started in October. I got an email right as a small business owner, write an essay, 500 words, right, Um, about your experiences and challenges in COVID. I took it. This is a great opportunity for me to thank my staff, which is just everybody has worked so hard to keep the restaurant going. Our customers who have been so faithful and loyal and kept us going. I said, you know, at the very least, it's it's an opportunity to publicly thank them. Well, 3,000 other small business owners did the same thing across the country. Ours got selected in November as top 10 in the essay competition, and we spent the last 10 days uh, just campaigning like crazy. Bruce, right. you had us on. Thank you. The results are in. We didn't make it to first, but we made it to second. <laughs> and that gives us $25,000 to help keep our, our, our staff going. It's going to help keep our feeding program for frontline caregivers going. It's going to do so much. And I want everybody who's listening to listen carefully right now. It happened because of you. You voted. We appreciate it. It meant the world to us. You had pride in Rhode Island. You had pride in a Rhode Island business. We're the only business from New England in the competition. And the people 
your listeners, Bruce Newberry, turned out. We know they did. And we thank you. We thank you. And we thank you. Well, we're glad to do it. We're Rhode Island proud. And uh, it really is a great moment. And you, certainly you and your staff were deserving. I know we heard some of the stories of some of the folks that have hung in there with you and you yourself have hung in and have uh, gone and done this tireless work, not only for the, the frontline workers, but just for your physical location to make it safe and inviting for people who depend on you. And uh, I, I can't say it too many times. We want our restaurants like pot to stay open any way we can get them. And uh, from from a consumer standpoint, and this is this is not being heard enough, we want you open any way we can get you. And if you'll listen to us, we will help you any way that we can. And this this proves it. Bruce, you're you're spot on. Uh, I, I I saw this morning the latest numbers show that 110,000 restaurants have gone out of business across this country since this pandemic started. That's 110,000. That when you think of the workers who work there, the people who have have done so much to keep those alive, and that is 110,000 failures of businesses. It's a failure of our country. It's a failure to to understand and and you know the most important thing I think right now is realizing locally we have got to stop this insanity of paying restaurants to close. We need to invest in restaurants to stay open. It's a different thing. And right now our state is just got this myopic approach of paying you to, to close your doors. Yes. We and, can and again, stay open. It's, it's so tone deaf because look at the outpouring from those of us who are on the other side of the table. What business is getting its customers to walk in the door with $1,000 checks? This right. is what's it's happening. All- it's, it's a huge misunderstanding. That is the word. It's tone deafness on the part of uh, those who are I- in the government right now. You're so right. Don't pay the restaurants to close. Help them to fortify and help them to withstand so that they can stay open because they are so badly needed and, and wanted. And this is not another, oh, we didn't cause the, the epidemic, like every business group is saying. This actually has legitimacy to it because the restaurants you you and the other 3,000 restaurants in the state of Rhode Island are the food supply. And I think one of the other things that's really important to realize is, is that there's a lot of states that have restaurants that, uh, that, that are just places people go to to eat. Yes. Rhode Island's different because Rhode Island's tourism economy, we have a whole second gear here that kicks in because our restaurants um, unlike restaurants in Nebraska, okay, nobody goes to Nebraska. Restaurants in Nebraska are not part of a tourism economy. It, they don't contribute to a tourism economy. They don't underpin. They're not the second largest industry in the state because in Rhode Island, the restaurants are part of the reason people come to Rhode Island. They're part of the reason people come back to Rhode Island. We underpin the second largest industry in Rhode Island, which is tourism. Uh, 
And when we lose a restaurant in Rhode Island, we lose some of that firepower to draw tourists. And that is critically important because those tourists fill the hotels. Those tourists rent the houses. Those tourists spend all kinds of money on everything from sailboat rentals to tennis lessons to uh, the, the dining out to sure. playing golf. There's so much more here. All true. That is involved. And if, if a Nebraska restaurant goes out of business, okay, it, it is, it's sad, it's tragic. But Nebraska tourism doesn't get hurt because of that, because there is no tourism. When a Rhode Island restaurant experiences difficulties, we're talking about it having an impact on every other Rhode Islander, because we pour more money into the state coffers for taxes than any other industry. That's so we're true. We're taxed more highly, okay? Our sales tax. 22% higher than any other sales tax paid by any other business because we pay a 1% meals tax on top of that 7%. Everybody goes, oh, well, that's only 1%, Bob. I said, no, even I, who was bad at math in school, know that 1% of 7% is 22% higher. Let me point out something that no one in 9, 10 months has pointed out, and it just dawned on me. You're talking about tourism. Where do Rhode Islanders go on their vacations? Rhode Island. <laughs> That's right. Right? That's right. No okay. one has gotten this. Where do we go on vacation? People from Johnston go to the beach in Narragansett. Now, with water fire and some of the other attractions in Providence, people from 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 uh, Warwick are going to Providence, and that's a it's an excursion, it's a visit, it's tourism. So we are our own tourists, and no one's getting this. Why have the restaurants? Yes, some have closed, but not to the degree, not to the hundred thousand degree in other parts of the country. But the hotels are hurting, the gyms are hurting. Why? Because Rhode Islanders aren't going there, but Rhode Islanders go to Rhode Island restaurants. And, you know, Bruce, one thing we know from science is, is that there are rooms right now, in fact, all over Rhode Island, uh, where you can go in and they will actually cut you open, take your heart out and transplant a new one into it. And you know why it's safe to do that? Because of the filtration, sure. because the HEPA filters are being used to cleanse that air and make sure you're not going to get an infection. There are laboratories that have clean rooms so that they get good results, not contaminated. There are clean rooms in the electronics industry operating right now in Rhode Island. There are pharmaceutical companies making drugs in Rhode Island in clean rooms. You know what they all have in common? HEPA filters. We could do in every business and every restaurant and every school, what we did at Potipur, the reason we know you can do it is because we did it. We installed germicidal lights. We installed HEPA filters. We installed multiple layers of filtration. We installed ionization, which cleans the air. Outdoor air is safe because it's exposed to UV light, because it is cleansing all the time. We can make indoor air like outdoor air using technology. It's done every day. It's old technology. It's known technology. Governor Raimondo, stop paying us to shut down. Invest in our businesses to stay open using 
known technology. That's the message for 2021. That is We've the message. We've got to stick with this. Otherwise, we're going to lose business after business after business, and our tourism economy is going to be lost with it. You're, you're so right. You are absolutely 1,000% right, and you're talking from a position of authority and and from a pattern of success. Nothing succeeds like success. So uh, your words are definitely worth paying attention to and listening to. And you're so right. Uh, you know, <laughs> this will sound funny. Forget COVID. We're going into 2021. COVID will be behind us in 2021. This is still going to apply because there will still be flu. There will still be contagion. There will still be public health issues. And if we've learned nothing from this past 10 months, and I hope that we do learn something, it is what you were just saying, Bob, that we need to take care of things like what, are the, what is in the air that we're breathing? This isn't a pollutant, you know, uh, uh, the, the poor Indian standing by the side of the river for 1967. Not that kind of environmentalism, but just what you just said. It matters now, the air that we breathe, the quality, what we're passing on and what we're sharing and spreading among other people. This is a, a worthwhile investment in 2021. You are a thousand percent right. Bruce, you're so right about this. And, you know, I know you write regularly for the Providence Business News and you bring, you know, forward perspectives that, that other business writers don't. And uh, Dr. Aaron Bromage, who's the foremost epidemiologist right here at uh, UMass Dartmouth, um, he actually developed the standards for the Rhode Island school system. And he and I had a great conversation and he pointed something out, which is absolutely brilliant. And many things that are so commonsensical, you know, you hear them and you go, wow, doesn't that make sense? And here's what he told me. When you put in HEPA filtration in any room, a classroom, a, a business room, a conference room, an office, a restaurant, dining room, it doesn't just clean out COVID. It takes out the influenza virus because it's the same size and it filters that out. It filters out the virus that causes the common cold. It filters out all kinds of allergens, pollens, dust, all things that affect asthmatics, people with respiratory illnesses. And what he pointed out is they are inexpensive. And when you take and compare the investment in those items to the cost of a hospital visit, an emergency room response for an asthmatic, a child missing days of school because of the flu, kids having to go to pediatricians because they've got sniffles and a runny nose and a cold and an earache. Those things that families no longer have to do because the air was clean result in a massive health care cost savings to our state. And it goes on for years. A decade from now, those systems with the filters being replaced regularly as they need to be will be effectively making a healthier Rhode Island for every school child, for every worker, for every customer. Now, if we know that this can be paid for with savings from things like health care costs, why would we not do it? Sure. The governor says that she came out of the investment world right. and she understands <laughs> investing. Well, you know, show that you understand investing, please, Governor, by investing in the kind of filtration, the kind of clean air that makes every single Rhode Islander healthier, safer, and more prosperous. It is a simple equation, 
world experts are telling us this. Why can't we listen? You're so right. And you you were right before you won the 25000 <laughs> 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 But now, now we listen to you because now you are, you have these patterns of success. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. I want to thank your listeners. I want to thank the people of Rhode Island. Uh, it's given us the greatest Christmas. It, it keeps us in the fight. It doesn't solve it. We don't get to do a real victory lap. But you know what? We get to answer the bell for the next round. And uh, sometimes, you know, that that has to be enough. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it means the world. And it enables us to do the important things of keeping people employed and uh, continuing our programs to try to help other people who, who certainly are hurting more than we are. And I think in this holiday season that if we can all focus on, on not our own hurt, but on the people who are hurting more than we are, and they are all across our state, um, you know, let's focus on them and continue to try to help them as much as we all can. And yes, thank sir. you, Bruce. Great work. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. Congratulations. You give us all hope. All of the best. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and a happy 2021 to all of us. Amen. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.